0: There we go. We're going to finish off, hopefully, this parak in the Derech Hashem this morning. And I also just wanted to make uh, two announcements. One is a mazel tov to Mrs. Birnbaum on the birth of a grandson. That should be. And on the sad side of life, a Mrs. Fran just told me that Mrs. Mrs. Debbie Sugar lost her mother. Passed away. And that she is sitting, should be here today, yesterday, I was and today. just told till six o'clock. Till six o'clock today. Uh, Debbie Sugar for her mother. Masuros um, Tovas. If you don't have a handout, yeah, thank you. Does anybody need it? I made a few extra photocopies today. Sandy, okay, do we have one more left? There's two more. Okay, good. So. We have two who need Sandy and Mrs. Steinberg. Okay, take that. That's fine. And I was just asked to give a quick review of the Yitzhak Mitzrayim topic from last week, being that it is coming up on Tisha Pesach. and the idea being there that when Hashem took Esav in Mitzrayim, there was a subduing of the forces of Ra a very powerful subduing of the forces of Ra. And as a result of that, B'nai Yisroel received as an am, as a nation, a level of, of purity and Kedusha and Tahara that remained with us for all of history. So in addition to the Yitzhi Mitzrayim physically that we left from being slaves we also were spiritually crafted by Hashem into a people which has been purged of the ched of Adam Harishon, which actualizes itself ultimately ultimately at Har Sinai, and that the forces of Ra that have held us down and were even, you might say, enmeshed uh, within us, they were separated from us as we moved out of Mitzrayim. And that is a experience that's ongoing. It's always part of us. It's always who we are. And the internalization of that Kedusha is part of what we experience each time we mention Itzias Mitzrayim and of course on Pesach when it's achieved in such a very powerful way. That's the Zechel Itzias Mitzrayim part. Okay, now we're on page 140 and we're on letter Yud. It's on the bottom of the page at 140 kind of finishing up the concept of the mitzvah of Kriya Shema that we've been learning. Ve'ulam o tikkun echad nichlal bichlal kriyas ha is an additional tikkun that is included in reading these parashiyos of Shema. He means reading all three parashiyos of Shema from the beginning until Hashem Elokeichem emes. Ve'hu ha'adam. And that is for a person to have a tikkun, which always means a betterment um, and a spiritual improvement to become more complete as a person, that's a concept of a tikkun. So it achieves in every single facet of our personality. So that's a very big thing. prate <laughs> Shemo. That the light of Hashem's oneness, which flows into the world, as we learned when we say Kriyashma, it filters into us as well in a very complete way. Likewise, on a macrocosm scale, the whole Bria, the whole creation, receives a tikkun in every facet of its being and that is kihine, ramach. The number of facets of a human being are two hundred and forty-eight. ramach Vorim Shalo, these refer to the two hundred and forty-eight limbs or organs of a person, and of course they correspond to the two hundred and forty-eight positive mitzvot. Each one of the positive mitzvot, the mitzvot say Corresponds to a certain facet of the human personality. Chelke Habriya In addition to that, the facets of creation in general, the universe, are also 248. Behakbala Laramach Evori adam, as they correspond and they parallel the 248 limbs or facets of a person. So this is an idea that Swaram mentioned, that the human being is considered an olam kata, in a small universe, or the other way around, the universe is an adam gadol, is a a large person. You have microcosm, macrocosm. Whatever is in us is in the universe in some way. Whatever is in the universe is in us. That's a klal in how we view a person. So, being that we have 248 facets, that means mamela, that so does the universe, and that's what he means when he says bahak bala, corresponding exactly. (laughs) And both those facets in mankind and the facets of the world need to be repaired and rectified. They all have to undergo a tikkun. And that is achieved through the 248 words that are in Kriyashma. That's a well-known machshava that if you add up the words of Kriyashma, there are 248. Now what you're going to do is you're going to add them up and you're going to find out that there are 245. <laughs> right. So the reason that is because we're Jewish, that's how we do things, it says 248, but it's really 245, so how is it 248? So on two sides, if you say Kel Melech then you're adding three words, that makes 248, or if you're davening Bitsibur, when you don't say Kel Melech the Chazan repeats the words Hashem Elokechem Emes, that's three words at the end, that is mashling the 248 words. So the truth is, the Shema itself, all three paragraphs, has 245. But that's how we achieve 248. And that's programmed into davening, so that's what the Ramachal means when he says 248, either Kel Melech Ne'amon or Hashem Elokecha And that, of course, is the reason why you don't say Kel Melech Ne'amon when you say Shema in Shul, with its tzibur, because the Chazan is going to repeat the last three words. You only say that if you're going to say Shema by yourself. Now the 248 facets that he says here, and I just wanted to comment on what he mentioned at the top of the paragraph, that we have a tikkun in kol prate betino which is a big thing, every facet of a person. So usually a mitzvah is directed toward one facet of a person, whatever that mitzvah might be. So one of the 248 mitzvahs, I say, targets our heart, our mind, our hand, whatever it might be. But in Kriya Shema, because it's an all-inclusive tikkun for the person and for the Bria, every single part of the human being is addressed and, is, and, and receives that tikkun, not just one part of us. And that's what he means when he says, Kol Prate That's unique. There are certain mitzvahs that are like that, that are all-encompassing. Kriya Shema is one of them. So on the one hand, it is one mitzvah of the 248, because saying Shema by day and by night is one of the 613 mitzvahs of the Torah. On the other hand, or I should say an additional, additionally, it's this one mitzvah that addresses each part of us. So each word that we say in Shema as we proceed through the paragraphs, it's landing on a certain part of our personality, and we receive a tikkun as a result of that. Yeah, please meet your. Um, does this apply to people who don't understand what they're saying, like children or like, don't really understand the words and they don't really understand it? It does. As long as you say it in Lashon HaKodesh, then it applies, even if you don't understand what you're saying. But a person it's does it. have to understand the first two lines of Shema Shema Yisrael HaShem NaShamachad. And then Those two things you have to understand. Now for kids, it's chinu, so maybe they understand it, maybe they don't understand it. We try and help them understand it. But for an adult, to be Yotzei Mitzvah, you have to understand those first two things, what you're saying. Everything else, which is the case with most mitzvahs of davening, if you daven in Lashon HaKodesh, even if you don't know what you're saying, you fulfill the mitzvah. And that means that the spiritual effect of the mitzvah is... It has, has taken a place. It has occurred. If you're davening in a different language, then you have to understand what you're saying. And obviously, that's why you'd be doing it, right? If I said Shema in Spanish, number one, I would have no idea what I'm talking about. And it would do nothing for me because I'm, it's not Lush and Kodesh. But if I said it in English, right, which I understand, now then I'd be say the Mitzvah. By saying it in English, I would. But Lush and Kodesh is different. It has a certain power and a connection to us. So if you say Shmona Esrei and don't know what you're saying, and you say it in Lashon HaKodesh, you are Yodzei. Uh, the first paragraph of Sh'mon Esrei and the first two words of Shema need an extra level of understanding you have to know what you're saying. Yeah, Dori, please. Do you want to give us an example of how of the words of Shema corresponds to a certain personality? So I, I wish that I could. So I don't know that I could, but I'll, I'll give an example. But I don't know that it's true. It's just an example. Alright, so Shema. That's very direct. Certainly appears to be hearing, right? Ukishartam, you shall tie them, right? That seems to be with your hands and your fingers. So those kinds of things are direct. When it says so many other words in Shema that are not related to part of the human being, I don't know what facet it's addressing. Yeah, please, Regina. A circulatory system. Yeah. Oh fascinating. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. you know just like when once you see it, the mm-hmm. leaf has that same Uh-huh. so thank you. That. Beautiful, beautiful thought. Yeah, yeah. the other mates hasada, and now it yeah, has, has yeah. new meaning now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, yes, please Ilana. Two hundred and forty eight is what what do you call it in our body? Two hundred and forty eight Avorim is what the Chachamim called. Now the 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 loose translation of that word is limbs. But in English, we call like a limb more like our whole arm is a limb. It really means parts of the body. So your finger is, is more than one. It's one, two, three. You know. So it's divided up very specifically. The word limbs or organs is just a general way to call it. But 248 facets of the human being. There is a Mishnah which actually delineates what all the 248 parts are. You know, top to bottom in a person. I'm sorry, Dora, yeah, please, yeah. Should you have in mind before that you should be a or is it something that happens even if you have no idea? <laughs> it happens, it happens even if you have no idea, but as, as is the case, you know, with any kavana, that if you think about it, it's better. The kavana that we have always takes the mitzvah to a higher level. So your yodze, without this particular kavana, your yodze for sure, it still happens, but being aware of it enhances the the experience. Mm-hmm. Yes, Mira, please. I, I was going to say, yeah. there's approximately that number of bones in the body. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly, mm-hmm. but there are that number of bones. If, if, okay, good. Like, uh, like a doctor would be able to delineate. Point it out. Yeah. Okay, good. Thank you. Yeah, please Alana, yeah. If in kind of nature, yeah. does it also hit the people who aren't saying it? In other words, we're uh, saying if it if it affects the world at, at large is yeah, I mean yeah, of that nature, Yeah. It do people, it yeah. Does it it? So I'm I'm gonna venture to say yes. And and the reason being that because Claudius' role is all connected, so when I do a mitzvah it affects you, when you do a mitzvah it affects me, that happens and even if we don't know each other, and even if we're living in different parts of the world, it's, we're all bound together. So I think it comes through that route, not through the olam route, but more so through the klaw yisroel uh, pathway that's always open from one Jew to another. <coughs> yeah, Mrs. Fran, please. Um, the answer is probably because it's kabola. What does it mean, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what's, what's the idea? So, in general, the word tikkun, which is a word that we see a lot in Svarim, is that Hashem made the world in order for us to fix it. And that means to say that His presence is more known, more revealed. It achieves its highest level at the time of Mashiach. We saw that in Kriyashma, that happens in miniature. And that means that something about us is now one step closer to that revelation of Hashem's presence in the world and in us. It's so subtle that we can't perceive it. You look at yourself after you say, Kriyashma, you look the same, right? But something happened, which is the case with any mitzvah. So the Tikkun always means that this Yichud Hashem, this Hiskalus of Hashem, has occurred, and it's occurred in Kriyashma in every part of who we are. We're, we're one step closer to that revelation. Did that's the basic Khrush, idea. Did, did it apply to the other parrisho? the faith? Yeah, it applied to him to get him to the next level. So he didn't have any averos to take care of because he had not yet done any averos. But he still had to go higher. And the, the word tikkun applies there as well. It, it doesn't only mean to fix something that's wrong. It also means to to take something which is right and to make it better. So before the Chet, Adam and Hava were, let's use the word, right. They were pure, but there was no Chet. But they were not complete yet. They still needed to reach a higher level of complete, what we would call Olam Haba. And as the Ramchal says earlier, they could have walked right into that state. They could have. So that would have been the Tikkun for them. Okay, Letter Yod-Aleph on the top of 141. The <laughs> chachamin, what they did is they arranged, they composed the brachos of kriyashma to be said along with the kriyashma. And that's considered one full section of davening. Kriyashma <laughs> ubircho so Shema is in the middle, both in the morning and in, at nighttime. <coughs> pardon me, Shachris and Marv. There are two brachas before Shema. In Shachris they're long, and Marv they're short. In the morning you have one bracha after Shema. It's a very long bracha from Ms Yatsiv all the way to Shema Esrei. In Marav you have at least two. You have Ms Amuna and Hashkivenu. And according to many Nuschaos, you have one more Baruch Hashem la'olam amin v'amen. Some say that and some don't. But those are the Baruchos of Kriyashma and the Chachamim. We're masaking them. And now he's going to give us some insight into that. Kihine, b'chol yom, every single day, mischadeh shkol ha uzkulo, milafana Every day all of reality is renewed. It's a brand new world. V'zeh b'shdeh b'chinos. And it occurs in two ways one is that it is renewed in terms of its perpetuation, It's the fact that it exists, that Hashem allows the world to keep going for another day. So that's a chiddish, that's a new thing. Because <laughs> Hashem's shafa, His flow downward, His bracha to the world. It becomes renewed bakol in everything, the whole universe is renewed. Lahiskayem, Ulahasmid, Amitsi Yusub, to continue to exist in its state of being. So the sun has to receive new life from Hashem each day to continue to function as the sun, and the same thing with every everything else. The Hashemis. Now the second one, and this one is more subtle. Kihine kol hayamim mime hasheshes Alfa shana. Every day of the six thousand years of history, hine kulam va va'omdim milafanav. Each day has been decreed by Hashem, and it stands before Him. Isparach bi'bechinas ha'aros va'hashpos. And what does a day look like up there in Shemayim? It is a certain quality of light. So for us down here, it's Yom Rishon, Yom Sheni, Yom Shulishi. It's the passage of time, what a day brings. And it's the physical world, the clock moves. That's for us what a day is. But up there in Shamayam, every day has a unique identity. Every day has a unique identity, and it stands there before Hashem, as Ur and Shefa, a light and an emanation that needs to come into this world. So just read those three words again. B'bechinas <inaudible> ha'oros v'hashpa'os. They're light and they're emanations up there before Hashem. M'tzi'u yos u'matzavim. And they are situations. Every day is a situation. And don't we know that, right? Okay. Each day is its own situation. Hamits Tarhim la olam, and that light and that situation is necessary for the world. Sheyashlim hasibu hanirtze, so that the cycle of history will be completed. the Ve'agia el hashlemus, and the world reaches its shlemus. So Hashem, here we are. Yom Rivi, Yom Hamishi b'Shabbas, and we ador tafshin ayin vav. So that day has been up there in Shammayim, like waiting for its turn. It's a light, it's a situation. Comes the day Hashem says, okay, your turn drops that light into our world, and that's today. So that's what it's like up there in Ruchnias, and then we have to live it out in the Gashmi world. To me, really a fascinating idea, amazing idea, that a day has an identity. It's not just the passing of time. And even if we talk about Kedushas Hazamam, which is even more deep and important but it's more than that it's an identity that this day has something about it which has never been in the world before and there will never be another day like this in truth and it comes down into the world V'nimsa kol yom b'chino chadash therefore every day is a brand new facet of reality which has not yet occurred L'ba hahi and and all of reality, which is perpetuated by Hashem each day, the prism or the the what's the word the uh, the funnel the funnel for that that new existence of reality is the day itself, so today the sun and the moon and the stars and the trees and us. We're all receiving our kiyum, our hasmada, our perpetuation of existence through the funnel of hayom yom, hamishi, beshabis, chazches, adorbeis, That's the channel through which our universe exists today. Everything looks like it did yesterday, but it's not. It's brand new. Lubabachino hahimis chadesh, kolhamitsios, ozen amar. This is the meaning of a pasuk which we often quote now with more depth, b'chol yom Hashem renews in his goodness each day my So we've heard this idea before that the world is new every day, Hashem creates the world every day, every second, but this adds an, another dimension to it at, about the unique identity of each day. I'm going to get to your question in just one minute. I want to finish off this paragraph. I'm going to take out a sitter... As I say it, because I think it will, it will bring out a structure of Birchos Kriyashma that we'll find helpful. I know that as I was looking through it before and putting it into the Bracha, it kind of gave me a new insight. So we'll start the next paragraph. Based on this foundation that we just learned, the Bracha Sev Shema or have been instituted by our Chachamim, and those praises, And they're about the, the universe, and everything which is in the universe, which is renewed daily, that's what the Birchos Kriya Shema, the two before Shema, talk about. In general, creation is divided into two one facet is everything that exists in the world, the lower world meaning earth, and the higher world meaning the heavens. Hasheni, the second part of creation, is klal, min mankind. So the way the Ramchal divides the world here is there's man and there's everything else specifically the Jewish people which is ultimately the higher form of mankind as we learned we contain within us Adam before the hate. That's part of who we are. That's the Mino Anoshi Be'emes. So therefore what he's going to say is that the bruchos of Kriyashma contain all of these things. V'hine, al seder ze sidru bracha Rishona the first bracha was arranged in this way: Shavach klal habrios in praise of all the creations and the various officials, officers, uh, important beings. Ve'hem habrios lamata. That's everything down here in the world in physical creation. lamala, and it's the malachim up above in spiritual creation everyone in its proper place. Inyan Hayom Included in this, we talk about net day and we talk about night. Bohem, and the planets and the constellations. So the first bracha of Kriyashma, I'm going to read a little bit of it out in Shachris. We say you created light, and darkness. So that's the light and the dark. That's part of reality. O shalom you make peace, you have created all things. Now if you look at the first paragraph, hameir lo'oretz v'ladorim Aleha Barachamin. it's the first paragraph of Birchos Kriyashma, that you give light to the oretz, the earth. V'ladorim Aleha, and all who live upon the earth, Barachamin with rachamim, and it spends time now praising Hashem regarding what's happening here on the earth. All right, so that's step one. Then we get to step two, which is what's happening up there in Shemayam. Mm-hmm. And so we say, El Baruch Gedol Hashem of great knowledge, Heichinu Fo'al Zohar Chama, You prepared the radiance of the sun. So we've moved from the earth to the orats to the physical heavens the sun. Illuminated planets that are up there. They are saying praises to Hashem. So we went from the earth to the heavens physical heavens. Now we're going to go a little further. We go to the Malachim. And we say, Kulam omdim berum olam. They stand in the higher parts of the world, meaning in Shammai. Now we've gone from the physical heavens to the spiritual heavens. And they mashmi'im, they proclaim with sound, Kol divrei alokim chayim. Kulam Ahuvim, they're all beloved. We're talking about the Malachim. Kulam Berurim, they're all clear. Kulam Giborim, they are all mighty. In this far, there's also Kulam Kedoshim. V'chulam Osim be'emo u'v'yirah v'tson Khanam. V'chulam, they open up their mouth. B'kedusha b'torah, with holiness and with tahara b'shira, Zimra. So we've covered everything in creation in those first three sets of Words in Kriyashma. And what do they talk about? They say Kadosh, 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 Baruch Hashem, Birch's So to me, that was kind of eye opening because I never realized in Birch's Shema that it was that specific order. I knew I was talking about the world and the stars and the planets, but I didn't realize it was so. Direct like that, Oretz, Shamayim, and then Malachim. Mm-hmm. So that's the first part of reality that he's talking about. Now what's the second bracha of Kriyashma? What's that about? Man, man. man. which man? And which type of man? Jews. 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 Uh-huh. And you said love, right? Hashem you love us. So it's about Hashem's love for the Jewish people. That's phase two of creation. Mm-hmm. There's everything in reality, and then there's the Jews. Mm-hmm. So that's the second bracha of Kriyashma, as we'll see here. The We're about ten lines up from the bottom. The Shavakh Ali Yisra'el. Second bracha is the praise of the Jewish people, the love that Hashem has for us, and that He drew us close to Him in His avoda. So, as we head toward Kriya Shema, and we're going to be Mesakhain the whole universe with the words of Kriya Shema, we mentioned the facets of creation, earth, heavens, spiritual heavens. Then we mentioned the Jewish people and Hashem's love for us. And then Shema. And all the things that need to be included in these paragraphs are included according to their way in truth. That's one of those Ramchal type statements when he's saying there's really a lot going on here and I'm not going to tell you what it is. Right? Just in truth. It's all included in truth. Okay, it's there somewhere. Acharkach kriya shema. Then comes shema, and then shema takes the universe and it delivers to it in each of its 248 uh, facets. And we know now that the first two brachos have set up the world to be able to receive those things by saying those two brachos. Vacharkach sidru bracho acheres. Then comes the brachos after Shema, al-klal ha ha salanu ha-adam baruchu. That's about miracles Hashem did for us, like in Mitzias Mitzrayim. Well, Who Yitzias Mitzrayim, bifurata, specifically Yitzias Mitzrayim, but it mentions nisim v'nifloos, miracles, miracles Hashem did for us and for our ancestors, the great wonders that He has done, mesudar al-pi sodosav ha-amiti'im they're arranged according to those deep secrets in truth and all of their facets. Once again, he just leaves that as a general statement. Okay, Sarah, did you have a hand up before? No? Okay, someone had a hand up before? Yeah, please. Um, I'm hung up in a concrete way and okay. how this plays out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have two questions about that. The first is, I thought Hashem is creating minute by minute in mm-hmm. our lives, not just a package, and then He sits back for a day, I've done my work. And the second is the concept of the whole globe and our time zones. So the day comes to us from the East... Mm-hmm. And is everyone getting the same day? We just have to call Europe and find out how their day was? How How does that work? Great, great great questions, both of them. So the first one is that what you said is correct, that it's not just the day is a package, but every minute it comes down. But let's say we take a 24-hour day, which is this light standing before Hashem. So that is this much it comes down into the world, but every single minute of that day, Hashem is delivering its Shafa. So there's a theme for the day, that theme comes down, and each minute, each second that passes, Hashem's constantly delivering according to that theme. Then tomorrow, you know, the same thing. So both are true, it's a theme of the day, it's a package, situations, like he calls it, light. But every minute of that package, Hashem is sending that into our world. Now the second part is, I don't think that we could be so wise to call Europe and find out how our day is going to go. Although I never thought of it, maybe we should give it a try. And However, in terms of what's happening in Europe, I don't think I want to do that. But as far as the idea that the day comes in phases, yes, yes it does. So when one part of the world is still in the previous day, the mida that they're experiencing is that day and another part of the world, which is several hours ahead, they're already getting the mida of the new day. And it happens like that. So when you look at the world at any one time, you're really in two days. There's one day and the next day happening at the same time over a 24-hour you know, time zone like, like we have. And yeah, the world is at one time in both days, which is a fascinating thing in and of itself. So it comes down in phases, each time zone, according to where they are, receives the new day according to where, to where they are. And yeah. that new day mm-hmm. is similar for every time yes. zone. Yes, it's similar, it has a meter and then expresses itself in every time zone in that day. Right. The spiritual thing, that's why I say it's not so easy to make a phone call and know what it is, but nonetheless it's that's what that's the idea there's a quality in the world in that day that's coming in yeah Yeah please Mr. So what kind of a quality or a theme Okay an Okay so an example could be it could be chesed like a particular day is meant to have a certain quality of chesed to it You know sometimes you wake up and you just say wow what a beautiful day it's almost no rhyme or reason, except maybe it's a blue sky. That's enough to make me say it's a nice day. So, but you wake up and you just have a feeling like this is a beautiful day. And another time you wake up and it's like, oh my gosh, what a horrible day. So some of that is individual. It's happening inside of us. But there could be a, a midah of chesed in the world. There could be a midah of Rahamim in the world. Any one of the Midos And then, of course, we get into thab midahs. Yeah, they're all good. All good, But there may be din, you know, din in Kedusha is good. Um, it may have uh, some experiences that are harsh, but it's all good. Every meter that comes into the world is meant to come in as a tikkun for the world. So it's a little bit like Sirah or when we look at seven weeks and chesed, gavurah tifereth, and each day has its own specific quality, chesed of Chesed, Gevura in Chesed, Tiferis in Chesed. So you have that also over the course of the whole year. Yeah. Yeah, please, Ilana. Yeah, yeah. When was each day Yeah. Apparently, at the very beginning of creation, and what I gather here, that they're all standing up there, and Hashem is saying, okay, it's your turn, and He's sending them down, and then they come into the world at the proper time. But it seems to me like they're all here from the very beginning because they're all light and they're all shefa that has to come into the world in order to make the world complete. That's how it seems to me. But you would still say the world is created renewed every minute? Yes. yeah, Yeah, because the minutes of that day have to be delivered by Hashem as they come. So they are according to a certain theme and a certain quality, but they're still being delivered by Hashem as, as each second passes. Yes, Dory, please. So then, is there any point to us trying to, if Hashem has the days exactly as they're going to be, so we will be able to Mashiach to come sooner. So then what happens to those <laughs> days? L'Horah, what happens is that when we bring Mashiach sooner, then all of those qualities that had to be brought in are, are brought in. Now, similar to Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, we were supposed to be there for 400 years or 430 years. We were only there for 210 years. So Hashem made the shebu harder so it would pass more quickly. 430 years were contained within 210 years. So the same thing could happen with Sad Hatov. They could do something that would bring a tremendous amount of Tov into the world and therefore it actually comes earlier. Sandy, you had a hand up? please say, yes, something like that. Yeah. But we do here, can that affect how what comes down, like the day that comes down the quality of the day? Yeah, absolutely. So with, within the boundaries of that day, so the day is before Hashem standing up there, but whenever something comes into the world, we as Clay Yisro, through our own Bechira, we have the ability to make something out of it, to make more out of it, to make less out of it. Our bihira is always within a certain range. It's never a complete, total, absolute bihira It's always within a certain range. And within that range, we have the choice to make out of that day what we do. Yeah, please, Susan. Yeah. All right, I'm getting back to this world. Okay. Okay. sensitive because we escaped that, but that was part of our day also, we should feel for the people, because I, that's I agree with part that. of the shuffle of that day, sure. even if we don't feel it and point it back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, you know, it's part of what happened in the world, and we have to, we, we have to sharpen our sensitivities <laughs> to those things, yeah, yeah, someone had a hand up over here, I saw him, this friend, yeah, please, yeah. I was just, yeah thinking that there is no time for Hashem, So right. of course everything is is right there. Right, right in front of him. Right. It's awesome. good. Linda, please. Are the days in a specific order or can our behavior mm-hmm. decide which day he picks uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Can you kind of <laughs> reach to the end of the deck right and get that? How if we uh-huh. come or, or if we more tall, we could pick a good day, and if Right. I don't know. I was under right. the impression, until you asked that very interesting question, that it has a certain seder. Oh. You know, he talks about the seder of the day. So it seems to me that there is a seder that comes into the world at this time. But I, that's a very interesting question. Maybe you can kind of go to the end there and get one of those... Yemos HaMashiach type days and put it in over here. i have to think about that. Not sure. It looks like it's a Seder to me. Yeah, was there one more? Hand? Yeah, Yolanda, please. it connecting
1: about all the days created the Okay,
0: so the Kriyashma, which touches on every part of creation, the earth, the physical heavens, the spiritual heavens, that's category one, and then category two, Kalayisroa, So when we mention them in our Tfilos, it really opens those facets of creation up. And now we say kriyashma, which has the 248 words directed to every facet of creation, both in Israel and in everything else in the world. So we kind of prime, we're priming the world to receive the total tikkun, that comes down when we say Kriyashma. Now there's another one that comes down in Shimon Esrei. That one is more about fulfilling our needs, what we need in the world. This one about Kriyashma is about putting mankind into the state that we're meant to be in and getting one closer to that and the universe too. So that's what happens in the first two and then Kriyashma delivers it. Okay, we'll do just one second, Regina. That way we can finish this up. You base. Uh, page 141 on the bottom the main thing here happens in the morning that's when reality is renewed as we mentioned but at night time there's an additional thing an additional shefa that comes the fee Inyan Halayla, based on the midah of nighttime. Ella kamo gemar inyanoshal hayom So. But really it is just a completion of what happened during the day and making it whole. So what happens tonight is an extension and a completion of what really is occurring more fundamentally during the day when the Hashbah happens. And similarly, the chachamim were in the brachos of Kriyashma at night time, ach yoser but they're much shorter, as we see in the sitter. Because it's like a brief review of what you said during the day. In other words, new shafas coming down but it's not completely new. It's related to what happened during the day and it's just completing the Shafa of the day. Of course, amazing thing here is that at night time you're in a new date. Right? The Jewish date starts at night, but the ikkar Hashpa'ah is in the morning. So you're already into the day, well into the date, rather, when the Hashpa'ah comes down and you're already into the next date When the completion of the Hashpah comes down, that's a little bit like what you were saying before, that there's kind of two days happening at the same time. Kepi ma'ashem mischadesh besidre hahanhoga, as according to that which is renewed in creation and the way Hashem guides the world, nimshach achar ma'ashem mischadesh bayom, and the nighttime follows after the hashpaah that was renewed by day. And in addition, at nighttime, the Chachamim added another bracha about the rest period of night and sleep, in all of its ways, which is the bracha of Hashkivenu, when we ask Hashem to lie us down in peace and to bring us up in peace, and that's always a good place to close on, is Anshalam. Shalom. Okay, Ashikov, everybody, there were a couple of questions. Regina, you had a question or comment? Physical. So the physical heavens means the sun, the stars, the planets. That's the physical. And we can see it with our own eyes. The spiritual heaven is Rukhni. We can't see it. So is that you're talking that that means the physical is things that we see. Yeah. As you see further with all these satellites and everything, how much... It's vast, right? It's vast. The physical world is vast. Light years. It's still physical. You can go a billion zillion light years away, but as if you're in... Talking about the physical universe, you're still in the physical, even though it's so, so far away. So, where does this physical um, start? Where is it? Where does it... is I don't know where the universe ends, physically speaking, or even so. Some... Who knows? Is it at the, the, the spiritual? You asked where does the spiritual start? It doesn't transcend. It doesn't go in the physical, spiritual. Yeah. It's not a continuum. It's a different level. The spiritual world is right in front of us. Islam is right here. We just can't see it. All, all of the that we're talking about, it's right in front of us. But it's a different level of reality. It's not ten zillion miles away. It's right here. So that's a different realm of creation. A different le- level of, of reality is Ruchni. The physical world is vast. You know, who knows how far it goes. Spiritual world is on a different level of, of, our, of awareness. We can't see it. So the, when you're talking about the physical of the earth yes. and the physical of the heavens, where yes. does the earth stop? And the physical, oh, okay. I mean? Yeah, the, the Ramchal says what's called the, the lower sphere, the Gogol yeah. HaTachton. That refers from the earth to the moon. The earth to the moon is considered the lower sphere of physical reality. And from the moon and beyond is the higher level of the physical heavens. The moon being the first heavenly body that you arrive at away from the earth. It's the closest one to the earth. Then beyond that, of course, it goes and goes and goes. Yeah, and spiritual. different, different rung, different rung, qualitatively different level. Okay, one more, please, Mr. Fante. Yes, all the mishalim are always um, the dark comes before the light, so it would seem that the hashpa of the day should start there. But, but it doesn't. It's something that needs some some thought. You know, a neat thought. You have. um, Yeah, the idea that before there's light, there's a lot of darkness. So it's almost like the day starts in darkness and ends in light. You know, that is our theme, that we're always looking to that light which ultimately comes. I think that's the concept. Just got to plug it in a little bit and see how it works. Yeah, I think that's the idea then it doesn't work to it. Yeah, so, so it start the date the date starts in darkness it's dealing with the hashpaah that was left from the day before but still lingering and then the next day is the actualization of light for that date but it's, now it's new now it's a new thing the, yesterday's light is either gone or it's internalized more so internalized assimilated but I don't know how that works and to try and like figure out how those steps work. I don't understand that. Yeah, okay, I want to wish everybody a Chag, a Kosher, a beautiful yomtiv, and we'll see you on the way out of Mitzrayim. And we'll see you next semester. We'll be learning about nevuah next semester so maybe we'll get some insight into what's happening up there. From the Ramchal. From Derech Hashem about nevuah. yeah.